0: Welcome Traveler, Lorianne here. I am the producer of this Modest But Mindful podcast. I am a psychic medium, a greatness coach, and a portrait photographer mainly focused on capturing women in ephemeral moments of connection. This podcast offers you, the listener, the experiences that when we are aware, self-aware, our perception can change so gently hold still, close your eyes and experience moments through a reflective lens of visceral introspection and self-connection, so important, self-connection. Episodes range from psychic forecasts, witnessing the ephemeral and conversations with folks who are switched on and here to make a difference and serve through their gifts. Enjoy, enjoy so have you ever sat on the ground and put your the the soles of your feet together and you know just pulled pulled your feet close into the body and just kind of you know wanting to kind of stretch the lower back and just you know so like that's the first thing that comes up as I open up to connect in with this group energy and uh, you know that's my intent so it's like everyone just wanting to just stretch the very lower part of their back right up down into the tailbone and open up the back of the pelvis and um, you know open up the back of the lumbar spine and so that's a really interesting place to start. Um, you know, this area of the body is um, you know, from an esoteric point of view, generally connected to our relationships, um, to not only people but ourself and to uh things, uh even money, the material world. And uh so just wanting to open it up and stretch it out and Uh, just expand in that area so you could even just do that as a little stretching exercise and use your breath and breathe into the pelvis breathe into the lumbar spine breathe right into the very the very you know tailbone itself and uh, just breathe through that area just imagine it in and out in and out expanding and contracting and uh, so that's where I want to start and so um, just sort of diving right in so it's this week right and I'm a day late I apologize it's just been a bit busy Uh, but it's always part of a plot (laughs) so here it is December 30th and uh, we're at the very end of 2019 and um, so this piece of information feels like it's definitely you know targeting this cycle of time we're in uh, which is never exactly now or this next seven days. It's just it's more fluid than that but I feel like this piece is something that we're all going to be working on as a tribe over the next year as a greater cycle and that is basically bringing our self-esteem to a new place, to a new, you know, seat within ourselves, bringing it, elevating it. So so the first thing that I wanna look at is around this. And so just be aware of this coming into your awareness. So when we're looking at self-esteem, you know, it's, it's a no brainer that we also have to look at, well, what happened? What happened to my self esteem? And so we have to kind of look into this thing called the past. And, um, and just be aware that at different times in our past, we struggled with really staying really focused, um, on the past, which is, which is interesting that self-esteem is connected to struggling to stay focused on aspects of ourself from the past. And, um, so I, I think I need I just need to sort of get more clear on this. And um, all right. So there's this feeling of working hard, you know, really rolling your sleeves up and, and really giving it everything you've got and then completely dismantling it, you know, like blowing the wind out of the sails through a belief that rises up that maybe it's not as good as you can do, or maybe it's all for naught. Maybe it's not going to give you the outcome that, that you're looking for, for all of your effort. And so, you know, this is, this is the evidence of ourselves basically in an unconscious way creating a neural pathway (laughs) so that, um, you know, in this particular way, so that we are experiencing that as an outcome. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? And so, um, learning this as a behavior, uh, But we haven't noticed it until we bring our awareness to it, which is what I feel like we're being invited to do now. So, because I I think that we get so, you know, intentional and diligent um, and absorbed and, uh, you know, obsessed even, uh, that we... We don't even see how far we've progressed and how much we've achieved and how, how close we've come to big goals. And uh, so, um, you know, this how this affects our self-esteem is really interesting because we're doing it to ourselves. It's not like it's something from outside of us that's doing it, it's doing it to ourselves. So it feels good to from a place of joy work hard um you know and and you know dot every i and cross every t and you know the devil is in the detail and um there's there's a there's the um the gra- a gratification in that but it doesn't happen because there's too much energy, too much attention going to uh, just getting the job done. You know, it's get there, get there, get there. Instead of take a moment, pause, expand, stretch out that lower back and just really take stock. Um, Don't miss the opportunity to sit and bask in gratitude. Um so yeah so it's that it's 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 just that peace, right just take stock take a moment and um yeah so it's it's easy in a sense to commit to a goal And to work towards the goal but it's actually harder and requires a lot of discipline to to pause midway and look around and go Wow and just receive and come into gratitude um, even a sense of pleasure at the level of heart and um, and that that's really important so yeah so it's not for lack of tenacity and perseverance. It's it's really it's really about um, taking that time to really assess where you're at, and where you've come, and um, you know to to reinvigorate your commitment, your intention, and then bring your attention to to that. So, yeah, so, um, you know, the worst thing we can do is get stuck in this, get there, get there, get there, not pause, not reflect, not take stock of what we've done and basically lose our, you know, gumption to actually keep going and to just stop so this is that message to it's it's not about that it's it's about you know it isn't you know i guess it's the old saying it's not about the destination it's about the journey and expressing gratitude along the way and so this is habitual and and so we can just train ourselves to stop midway and go Wow, look at what I've accomplished. Look at what I've achieved. Look how far I've come this week, this month, this year. So take time to take a look at all that you accomplished in 2019 and sit and bask in that and acknowledge acknowledge you as being the steam behind that despite the obstacles and the challenges, you know, uh, and really just sit in that place of gratitude. So that's, that is, um, that's the first piece that I'm looking at for this week and expanding into this whole year. And I think it's a great way to bring closure to a year. To look at all of your accomplishments instead of the things that didn't work that you want to, um, you want to change up or you want to improve upon or you want to let go of. Um, yeah, this is kind of a different a different approach, you know. Um, so coming back to this idea of how this affects our self esteem and how, and so gratitude is a big piece of giving our self esteem. A really big injection of good juicy energy vibration and it's resetting it's a reset you know and it's like filling up your tank again um, and so yeah so taking breaks and doing that so let, let that become a pattern that you implement for this for this next 12 months so um because in one way or another, we are all in our own way trying to achieve something. You know, we're trying to reach a level within ourselves and within our work, let's say, and within our life, our personal life. And, um, and you know, that self-esteem is so quickly, uh, you know, invited to the party when we start to feel unsure, am I doing the right thing? Am I going in the right direction? Is this the right time? All of that stuff actually um, diminishes our self-esteem. So when we find ourselves going there, we need to remember, hey, hang on a minute. This is what takes my self-esteem down. This becomes counterproductive. And so when you're feeling like you need to get clear. So instead of questioning, I feel like what we need to do is take from this information and go, let's just take stock of where we're at and what we've accomplished and achieved and you know what obstacles we've moved through, what triumphs we've, we've made and then be more clear and centered in that buffed up self-esteem to then look at is this next move the right move for me so it's coming from a different mindset that is balanced and full not worn out and diminished because we haven't stopped to poke our head up and assess where we're at so this is this is like really good pattern to you know to bring in um Because we really need to claim that every bit of energy and intention and action we put into anything, it is going to pay us back and it will pay us back. in in the spirit of which it was commissioned and carried out. That's the way of it. And we may not always see it in that way. So so this is that invitation to take our self-connection down to a deeper level and to become more self-aware, more self-observant as to the little, the little, shadowy micro thoughts that come in and tear down bits and pieces so so this is this is something when we start to feel like we're not sure and we're questioning should i do this should i go there should i make this big change should i should i invest myself in here should i uh you know should i take this on as a personal challenge Um, all of those kinds of things where we come up into this feeling of I'm not sure if I'm actually going in the right direction and so we have to remember that that's our self-esteem being taken down so and and we we literally can't afford to do that so um you know we're we really do want to think in terms of continuing to evolve and grow and expand and not start sliding backwards or sideways and regress. So, um, you know, this is kind of like being an Olympian at the level of your body-mind and practicing and practicing and practicing so that you are able to, when that moment arises where you start to question you know, you're able to make that correction. So, um, cause there's a subtle difference between the discernment around, you know what? This isn't the right direction compared to, oh, I'm not sure if this is the right thing like that. Just that makes, that's crazy making, right? And so we want to avoid that and recognize that as the signature of this takes down your self-esteem. Um, so it's the subtle differences that we can learn to discern more quickly and, and then waste less time, energy, um, space, our most precious resources on waffling, okay? So, um, cause this is what allows us to move in the right direction in the successful direction in a more efficient way to actually see that just around that corner things are shifting they're already shifting so it's really important that um, you know that we recognize all these micro steps to our success and acknowledge them from a place of gratitude okay so and in a persistent way like as a as a a practice that you're doing not once a day um, but being being it's it, it's it needs to become part of of our mindset so um, yeah this is what makes us <laughs> more brings more humanity more humility into our awareness as well makes us better people right and allows us to feel good about what we're doing and 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 how we're doing it and why we're doing it and it also makes it easier to nurture and reward ourselves in the right way that's huge so that's such an inspiration to other people around as well around us, yeah so there's another little piece that comes in here, and this is sort of the shadow side of this and and um, and it's just to be mindful of. Anything that is accomplished on the on the backs of someone else, you know a friend, a partner um a colleague um, that you know our success is a co-creation and um and that it is it needs to be. Regarded in that way and celebrated in that way, and uh, yeah. So, and this is another way to um, to honor those that we love and that support us. Is to recognize, okay, who has helped you to get to this place? You know, don't don't forget you know, hold that awareness of, you know, none of us reach our success completely on our own. It is always with some kind of facilitation or support and to bring that into the the whole gratitude practice as well. Yeah. And this is all part of recognizing the diminishing self-esteem and making a self-correction. So it's all pretty, it's all kind of hinged together. So um, so how do we boost our own self-esteem? Um, so this is a really interesting, this is a really interesting sort of Inquiry, that um, you know, we we all actually benefit from you know simple, time-honored, traditional ways of um, you know just coming into this clarity around our truth and the expression of our truth. And, um, so this is, this is about compromise. This is about, um, you know, where are we compromising? So this is kind of like a reverse engineer of how to build your self-esteem is to be mindful of where you make compromise. Um, because that's where you, um, you, have a choice of either, um, you know, diminishing, diminishing a value for yourself, you compromise that, or it's a, it's a compromise that's based on, if I compromise here, then the outcome is going to be more peaceful. So we have to discern between those, the differences at that level. And, um, and, you know, just, I think it's interesting that, we need to make the effort to do the inquiry to find our authentic unique expression and voice um, you know so it's this it's this balance between the internal inquiry work and then the interface with the external world and um when those two are in balance, the self-esteem is strong and your sense of going in the right direction is clear. And, uh, you know, you're in that gratitude place of acknowledging your own efforts and the support of those around you to be where you're at. Um, yeah. So, you know, I love the, the phrase, you know, adapt and overcome, right? Cause we're always being we're always being presented with challenges and situations that will, you know, um, invite us to rise into, okay, walk the talk. Okay. Um, and use your time to process, to work through things, you know, with your, um, with your, your processor, your brain. Um, so, you know, (laughs) it's like being able to formulate the right questions to then ask yourself you know that's that's good processing and that's kind of you know what our brain is for Uh, but when our brain gets stuck on the monkey wheel on the mouse wheel going around and around and around and not sort of getting outside of the the box and getting into some more creative lateral thinking so um you know like there's times when we have to separate ourselves pull ourselves away
1: and, welcome to the webinar Whoa.
0: please stand by the webinar will begin shortly well, there please you remain go. on the line. isn't that fun here's a webinar that I was signed up to attend <laughs> all right let me just see if I can mute that Turn my volume off. Here, let me just shut that down. Okay. Well, I finish this? Because this is more important than some webinar. (laughs) All right. So um, I'm nearly done. And um, so so if I look at this information from the perspective of how does this affect us in the coming year? um, And how can we... Uh, benefit in this? What's the outcome if we're really focused on building and maintaining self-esteem through the things that I've mentioned? And so um, it feels like this is what opens us up to new new connections, new opportunities, um, even, even new interests. You know, it's so important to maintain our curiosity. And, uh, you know, it, c- because if we're not curious about life and about all the things that, you know, that are available to us, then, you know, we're kind of shut down. So keeping that curiosity open, uh, is also part of the expression of building and maintaining self-esteem, uh, you know, cause why are you going to go and try something new? If you don't have any self-esteem, you're not even going to get out the door, right? So, um, so, be open to how you are being drawn this coming year to new experiences, new people, new um, new thought processes, new programming, new code, uh, new aspects of yourself that are beginning to develop. It's it's it, this is very exciting and hopeful, and um, so but we we have to remain open to everything that's happening around us, the people around us, the, you know, the, the, um, um, everything is so on purpose. You know, I'm always saying, you know, it's part of a plot. It is. And sometimes we need to, you know, really embrace that and stand back and see the workings that are going on. um, and this is what leads us to transformation. This is what leads us to um you know move through any obstacles instead of them becoming major issues and major problems. And uh so it is it is a, a trust in this kind of a process that it is part of a plot, like there is ups and downs, that's how we grow, and you know the you can't avoid the lows because if you avoid the lows then you're never going to learn Um, but the highs are equally learning opportunities right so so like even as I'm talking the energy is elevating and the energy is feeling hopeful in the right way not hopeful that comes from hopelessness Uh, so new beginnings dreams beginning to sort of come to fruition uh, you know this following on the on the heels of your inner guidance, your inner vision of you know what new horizons do you want to um, you know see in front of you, um, you know so that you can tweak and fine-tweak your trajectory. So there is a there is a there's a beautiful feeling to this energy, and uh, it feels. Sensual, it feels sensitive, it feels um, very reclamation like, you know, nurturing like. Um, hmm. You know, little surprises, gifts, uh, you know, unexpected things happening that, you know, that comes from unconditionality, that comes from not having expectations or conditions. And really just operating out of that that the pureness of unconditionality when you're working toward a goal um you know which is which sounds like a bit of a contradiction um but it isn't i mean one of them one of the little sort of affirmations that i like to work with you know and i and i've mentioned before what i feel how i feel about affirmations i feel like you know um you listen to the previous podcast on that one but with regard to um, just this idea of not having any conditions around your goals is something I work with which is it's got to be this or something better and so if it isn't this then it means something better is coming and that has proven to be true over and over and over again so uh, I believe it to be true therefore it is and uh, you know cultivating that as part of your, you know, uh, higher materializing magical skill set. So, um, yeah. And, you know, this requires us to be pretty switched on with our emotional intelligence and this, this thing that comes up a lot, our outer social intelligence, you know, really being mindful of situations and of people and, and, the the tiny bits of information that are coming off of them in a very subtle way to be mindful of that, uh, in, in, in how you are showing up with your emotional intelligence. So stay maintaining awareness around that and, uh, you know, how that also contributes to, um, staying in flow and manifesting from flow, creating from flow. Uh, this idea of flow being this higher state of of being and uh you know where we get to you know achieve our goals have success make dreams come true what a way to end this beautiful uh, forecast for this coming week but also projecting into the entire year of 2020 self-esteem giving it this deeply authentic boost. Yeah. Through gratitude and awareness and, uh, you know, just maintaining the awareness of, of outer and inner intelligence. Hmm. All right. I'm going to close it off here and start another recording for the Q and A. Thanks for listening. And it isn't a sacred Sunday, but it is in that weird twilight zone between Christmas and New Year's where you'd never quite know what day it is or what date it is. So it is Monday, <laughs> and yesterday was just a complete write-off. <laughs> so I was very much occupied elsewhere, but um was very much mindful of wanting to get to this. So the energy was arriving. So here it is, so be it um yeah if you have any questions or you want to explore anything uh feel free to you know submit a question in the greatness tribe on facebook and um yeah cheers keep safe out there today it's very icy up here I don't know where where it's icy where you are but it's very icy here so keep safe cheers We're back for the Q&A for this week of December 30th, 2019. So I'm going to start with the first one that was submitted by Sheila, brand new member to our group. She writes, autonomy is an interesting perspective, walking the talk and being a spiritual seeker of wisdom. The experience I have when I seek autonomy is like watching my thoughts getting hooked. And going into the me, 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 me thinking, I deserve the ruminate like this and justify my perspective. But I actually argue with my thoughts. I'll say, come to the higher place and see all in love. But my thoughts are arguing that my perspective needs to be validated. It really doesn't but my thoughts think so. Ha ha, the reading is perfect for me. She's referring to last week's psychic forecast. Um, self fulfilling prophecy is so real. That's why I want to intentionalize. I love this word intentionalize, Sheila. And it's, uh, it's very much where a lot of my um, awareness is centered around this idea of getting clear on intention, and then getting clear on where our energy is going, where our attention is going. So I feel like the word intentionalized defines just that. So I'm gonna go with that. What do you think of that? (laughs) So this is a really interesting statement and it is, I think, a fairly common, although still rare, internal struggle. Because, you know, being on the path of a spiritual, you know, seeker, um, or on the path of personal development, uh, however, you want to phrase it. You know, we do get bombarded with these ideas of, you know, turn the other cheek, take the higher road, um, or, you know, come from this place of love and light. And um, yeah, and I, I, I totally agree with you. It can become a place where we can just kind of hide, hide out in this kind of humble pie place that isn't real. It's not really honoring our process. And so, honey, when you feel that battle going on inside of you, you know, I think we need to pay attention to that stuff and we need to inquire around it. And uh, it's not necessarily validating our thought process in the moment but it's I think it's an invitation to inquire deeper to come to the next level because you know sitting in this idea of um, love and light um, or just see all in love um, is not really where we get to get down and dirty and get clear roll over those rocks and do more self-discovery work and yeah, that's where the gifts really come, right? Humility is a great teacher, but if humility is acted out as a way of not actually dealing with internal conflict, then that's not really humility and that's not really working on the self. So yeah, I hope that helps answer your statement, but it is definitely something to keep ruminating about, you know? Yeah. So good on you. So the next question that we have is from Monica. And she writes, I feel like I need to know how we can hold space for ourselves better. So we can not only show up for ourselves, but for the people around us not sure this makes sense. It's just what I'm thinking, feeling miracles. How different could um, this experience be? Hmm. So, another really good question. And so, for me, uh, holding space for myself is all about being grounded and centered and understanding what that means is not something you learn in a book. It is something that you practice and the more you practice it, the more it starts to make sense, the more uh, you um, develop that at a body-mind level. So holding space for yourself you know, it's problematic in that the little voice can get in the way and can corrupt the experience in all different directions. So it's like, it's like, really, it's interesting how this ties into Sheila's statement about, you know, just holding a space of love, and then how that feels like, you know, her needs are not being met, or validated, or, that there's still a little battle going on inside. And so, you know, this is it's worthy to pay attention to that. And I think that is an an extension of really taking care of ourselves and holding a space for ourselves, so that we're not compromising unless we choose to compromise in a very conscious way, because it is going to lead to more peace. But if we're compromising our own values and ethics to fit in to, um, you know, to make someone else feel better about themselves, you know, this is not, this is not really going to help us. It's kind of codependent behavior and it loves to sneak in there. And yeah, so, um, so You know, I've been saying this for forever and it keeps coming up in different ways. And so I say it again, the more we work on our, the cultivation of our own self connection, the deeper we're able to connect to others around us. Um, It doesn't mean fixing them or rescuing them. It just means holding space for them. And if they choose to um, receive that, Uh, move around in that space, that is up to them, because there is this aspect of unconditionality around that. So um, no expectations, no conditions. Does that answer your question, Monica? How different could your experience be? Which is kind of like a secondary question to Monica's first question. Yeah, I, I totally think so. I think that I know that the more aware we are, the more present we are, uh, the more information that we are subject to access and process and discern. And the more information that we have, you know, the better choices we can make. But it has to be the right kind of information because we can also be overwhelmed by information. So it has to be information that we are perceiving and understanding and processing and holding at a body mind level, not at the level of the mind that thinks it's a body. That's where overwhelm happens. So okay, moving on to the next question. Thanks, Monica. Um, is from Kayleen in Australia, and she writes, I would like to know how to not judge others by their looks. For example, up at the shops Christmas Eve, waiting at uh, News Agent, which is kind of like a little convenience store. We can do some Australian translation here. <laughs> there was a man there with tattoos all over his face, neck, and everywhere with his two children. At first glance, I felt scared but then he politely asked his children to step aside for me. We chatted for minutes and I discovered what a well-mannered, kind gentleman he really was. There was no need to be frightened. It was just that initial reaction. Am I the only one who has ever felt this? Oh, God, absolutely not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, isn't it interesting how um, our first our first impressions of people can so often not be true. And if that's the majority of the times a first impression of somebody isn't really who they are, then, you know, why do we put so much gravity into it? You know, it's like it, it triggers something more like at the, a deeper level in our brain, like some animalistic quality, that you know, is on the lookout, for you know lions and tigers and bears <laughs> it's like and so your brain went oh it's a lion it's a tiger it's a bear and then you're like no it's not it's just a man covered in tattoos so it's a really good question because it's a reminder that we can't invest in first impressions and we so often do and there's such a big deal made about make a good first impression you know, but this idea, you can't read a book by its cover, right? So absolutely. And, but to go there, to actually go past that surface impression that we that we interpret it, it often has zippity-doo-dah to do with the person you're looking at. In fact, what he's projecting was more of who he really is and you had to get past your own oh my god is this a lion a tiger or a bear to actually discover who he really was so good on you for letting that happen and having that experience because having the experience is way more valuable than just talking about it. So thank you for that. That's a beautiful, beautiful, very cool question. Well, that's it for the Q&A, folks. On this Monday night, it's not nighttime, but it's pretty dark (laughs) and the ice is kind of holding out. So if you're in the region where we have lots of ice on the roads and everywhere else, and, and hopefully all these predictions of outages does not happen. <laughs> so take care and uh, we'll talk to you soon. And oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Let's make 2020. Oh, just awesome. Bringing through all those all those thoughts and feelings and dreams and goals and visions just just open the door and let it in. That's what I'm doing. You know, I've actually went and ran and opened the door the other day, as I was doing a projection, you know, and you know, just sitting at the dials of my, my, my desktop to my experience. And I just went and opened the door and I said, come in, come in, get in here, sit down. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, um, I'll stop now. (laughs) All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year from Campbellford to everyone else, wherever you are. Lots of love. Yeah, you're not done with me yet. Well, um, I just realized that I have one more question for the Q&A another question from Sheila. So here we go. Sheila writes, I'd love to hear your practice around setting intention. I notice miracles every day, but I find when I simply ask for a specific miracle, I receive it. Is that my intention manifesting my reality? Is it that simple? I've had some pretty profound miracles just by asking. I'm thinking of adding a daily practice of asking and then reflecting in gratitude, co-creating my life. Well, listen, Sheila, sounds like you got a pretty good handle on this uh, manifesting materialization business. Maybe maybe you should be um, telling us how it's done. <laughs> so so um, I'm certainly not making fun of you. I think it's a brilliant question and it's fantastic that you are aware of miracles happening every day. Um, I feel the same way. I feel like when we are just open and aware, they're, they're happening around us all the time. And they don't have to be, you know, great big things. They're just subtle things that can just really touch you in a very deep and profound way. And it's so personal. It's so intimate. It's like this intimate conversation between yourself and the powers that be, Um, you know, and if you try to um, articulate it or write it down or share it with somebody, it's lost, it's lost in translation. And uh, so, you know, my practice around setting intention, you know, I think that, I think that it's just like so many things, it's, it's not simple, and yet it is simple. Um, it's simple in that it doesn't need to be complicated, but it's complicated by one's current state of their self-connection. So if one's self-connection is clouded with, lots of, you know, um, unbalanced patterns and codependencies and, um, you know, blaming the world for their their plight. And, uh, oh, gosh, there's so many, so many ways to to look at how an intention can become corrupted. So it is the the intention behind the intention that we need to look at as well. The how clean is it? You know, is it is it unadulterated by conditions and expectations? And it sounds like Sheila, you've got this worked out. So um, I invite you to explore this and come back and share it with us. In fact, let's do a podcast. (laughs) So because this is brilliant um yeah this is really brilliant and it's it's something really worthy to explore so you know having a daily practice and reflecting in gratitude is brilliant because I've always said that gratitude is a secret the secret ingredient to materializing manifesting you know and you know we're going from 3d into four and five and higher um realities and uh and it's, it's, it's a an ex- very exciting time that we're in right now because I guess the only way I can put it in my awareness is that how we manifest is changing because we are evolving and uh, it's becoming cleaner and um, because we're becoming more clear, uh, those that are sort of working on that perception So, you know, like if you're trying to manifest a Lamborghini in your garage um, versus something that is entirely different. I don't even know, I don't even know, I don't, I I don't even know where to begin because there's so many intentions that, uh, you know, that, that we can have that are clean and simple and, you know, like just having the intention to show up every day and be kind and you know be pure of heart and be sincere and really do the best that you can in the moment and you know I mean that's a pretty powerful intention and the rewards of that at the end of that kind of a day to me are worth an insurmountable amount of Lamborghinis in my garage so (laughs) but it depends, right? Because some people want the Lamborghini and that's fine. That's cool. So part of, you know, how does this work? It's like, well, you know, what are you talking about? What is it that you want? What is, you know, what is it that you want to manifest? So, um, you know, is it base material, you know, things, or is it things of a more subtle nature? So there's so many things to factor into that. Anyway, I'll leave you with that. And, perhaps we can do a podcast one day soon maybe next year hey what do you think all right i'll stick this stick i'll slip this into the uh the podcast at the at the end of the other q and a all right take care bye thank you for listening and hit the subscribe button so we can keep you posted on future episodes forecasts and riveting conversations if you would like to make a submission or be part of the podcast or you'd like to suggest somebody, yeah just send us a note and we'll track it down you are part of this tribe and you are important and you are worthy So run quick, go look in the mirror, and repeat that to yourself, because it's true. It really is. Big hugs to you. Cheers.